Hello, welcome to Tone Deaf. This is your host, Tambor Beaker. Ryan. Zach. And we have a guest today, Mr. Andy Fredrickson. Hey, what's up? I'm a musician and I'm also a student here at Washburn. Andy, what would you say is the genre of your music typically? Yeah, uh, genres are kind of tough. My taste is fairly eclectic and my writing tends to reflect that. I'd say in broad strokes, sort of like modern prog rock, as, <laughs> as vague as that seems. Yeah, anything that sort of is weird and emotionally engaging, I love. So that's the music I try to make. Along with your uh, solo music, you also are in a band, correct? Yep, our name is Not Like Igor. Somewhat similar in sound. I'd say a little on the less metal side, to be frank. The main songwriter in that group, he just has very different influences. And since he's the main songwriter, his stamp is a fair bit different feeling than mine, I'd say. I can definitely see like the progression of production quality on all of them. Awesome, thanks. Also, your vocals have improved since that first album. I feel like if I don't level up each time, it's not worth doing it, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm exactly. constantly on the grind, you know, I always want to be better. So I'm glad to hear somebody thought so, thanks. <laughs> Uh, what are some of the bands that have influenced your writing? One of my main influences is a band called Dance Gavin Dance. What I love about them is they're proggy, but in a very subtle way. So like they have a fairly broad fan base, but it's all with music that is rarely in four or you know has a really bizarre linear structure, but works out really well. So they're kind of my go-to, even though they're not strictly prog. Of course, I love bands like the Mars Volta, Tambor's wearing an at the drive-in shirt, so I have to give them a shout out. Protest the Hero is one I really enjoy. They're as if 80s metal survived, got really smart, and dropped the misogynistic stuff. <laughs> so they're a really interesting group, and they, they influence my stuff a lot, especially in the guitars, because they're just super intricate, really grand. What I love about Prague is it's very, like, I don't want to say fantasy-oriented, but it's almost, like, otherworldly. You know what I'm saying? It, it shoots far, and I really enjoy that. So, yeah, bands like those. We were talking about Animals as Leaders. They're really cool, just crazy rhythmically. Tosin Abasi is a god. Yeah, he is our generation's guitar god. <laughs> if the guitar god status lives on, it's through him, I think. So how does like, the artistic process differ from you making your solo stuff and you being in a band? Can you kind of explain how, how that goes? Sort of the interesting thing about being in a band is you're all kind of making compromises to a certain extent. Like I'm obviously being in a band with my brother, super close with him. Max, our guitarist, he feels like a brother because we've spent so much time together. But there's still sort of that element of like, you know, it's impossible to truly share one holistic creative goal. Like we all like similar stuff and we play off each other really well, but there is still that element of compromise. Being in a solo project, you are responsible for literally everything. So. That's sort of the key dynamic that's the difference. Your solo stuff has kind of a sci-fi bent to it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe not so much in directly in its sound, but certainly thematically. Uh, I mean, I do like to throw in silly little samples of some movie I've just watched. Many of my favorite sci-fi authors have had a big hand in influencing my worldview, and then, of course, that translates to the music. So I've been really into this English guy named China Mieville recently. Thematically, he's very much about examining systems of power. What do you say the local music scene is like? Uh, it's in a bit of a bizarre state because there are so many talented people, but the infrastructure is somewhat lacking. Uh, you know, we've got the Booby Trap, which is a great dive bar, but it's one small venue in a sea of talented people. So we're at this bizarre crossroads of like feeling like underdogs in the shadow of bigger scenes, but having a lot of people. Are there any local bands that you sort of gravitate to? In Topeka, there is a band called Oceanside Hotels. It's mainly uh, the Ludwig family. 
family. Jesse Ludwig was in a band with my brother in high school, so those guys are crazily talented. What do you say some of the most influential albums are to you? It changes all the time. Some of the ones that have definitely stuck with me include like Fortress by that band, Protest the Hero. That to me is just a solid, inspiring, you know, just fun album, you know, with just huge soaring vocals, really intricate rhythms, all the things that sort of tick my boxes. There's an Australian band called Closure in Moscow who had an album called First Temple. And that to me is like almost a flawless album. The production is unbelievably clear. The songwriting is so engaging. Again, sort of ticks all my boxes, you know, like it's weird, it's catchy, it's emotionally compelling. The production is awesome. And from that Dance Cabin Dance Band I mentioned earlier, they have several that define my musical vocabulary. If I have a melody in my head, I'm hearing it through the voice of one of their singers. So yeah, from them, there's an album called Downtown Battle Mountain 2. So what do you think is one of the favorite things about making and creating music? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, it is pretty much what I live for. <laughs> you know, it is, uh, it's really the only thing that I've found emotionally fulfilling, <laughs> as nihilistic as that sounds. But I don't view it that way because the feeling I get after completing a song that I'm excited about is just like unmatched to me. I, my favorite feeling in the world is being excited about something you're creating and music just happens to be the best thing I can create, it seems like. And your album covers are awesome. Who does those? So the latest one was done by a French comic book artist who uh, sadly died a few years ago. So I just, it's just a frame from one of his comic books, I, I think. <laughs> I, I found it on Reddit and I loved it. So I just contacted his estate to see if I could use it. In the past, I've used pretty much always through Reddit commission styles. In this one, that just immediately spoke to me so much that I felt like I had to use that one specifically. In the 80s, there were some cartoon series that was like heavy metal or something. South Park did that spoof of it, yes. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he inspired that. <laughs> so, oh. yeah. So he was fairly influential, but his estate said it was okay for me to use that frame. <laughs> so, That's lucky. What yeah. did his name was again? His uh, tag is like Mobius. So how do you think you've grown as an art, as a solo artist from your first project to where you are now? I have actively tried to step away from writing about myself. As I've gotten older, maybe a little less melodramatic. <laughs> I'm 21 now and my first solo project was when I was 18. A lot of my songs were just, you know, teenage melodrama about whatever was going on in my life. As sort of my perception of music has changed and the uh, role I want my music to play has changed, I've sort of taken a more broad thematic approach in terms of lyrics. Instrumentally, I, I'm just always playing, you know, I'm constantly trying to become a better musician. You know, sometimes I don't have the best practice regimen, but if I haven't written a song in a month, I feel like I'm failed. Like, I feel horrible about myself. <laughs> so just, just naturally, I feel like my songwriting has gotten, gotten stronger. Yeah, I'm constantly trying to get weirder, but also more approachable. <laughs> so I, I think I've kind of achieved that throughout the years. So Andy, do you have any like musicians or genres that have influenced you in a way you didn't expect? Or like groups that you kind of weren't really necessarily into, but later on you're like, oh, this is interesting. This sounds really silly, but a lot of power metal bands <laughs> I have kind of scoffed at for a long time. But something about just like that crazy, super high energy, fantasy oriented vibe has kind of creeped its way into my music a little bit. That's, that's not an amazing example, but kind of what I can think of. Basically, I'm just a really big nerd. <laughs> you know, so I kind of want my music to be sort of like fantasy. If you could work with any musician, who would you work with? 
That's really tough. Chris Crummett is a producer. I don't know if he's a musician, but I mean, that would work. he has almost influenced me more than any musician because he has produced so many of my favorite albums. He's produced a lot of really bad albums as well, but that's what makes the money <laughs> in a lot of cases. Like he is kind of tied in with Rise Records. They've got some bands I don't care for, but he has such an amazing ear for details. My fantasy is for him to just rip my music apart. <laughs> you know, so you know what I'm saying. I want somebody who I really freaking admire to just tell me exactly how and why I suck. <laughs> so I would love to work with Chris Grant for that reason. His drum tones are insane. Like he is making drums sound exactly how I want them to sound. Yeah, Andy, what did you eat for breakfast? <laughs> Plain Cheerios and unsweetened, unflavored almond milk every single day. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not kidding. Is mayonnaise too spicy for you? <laughs> nope. I love spicy food and I'm not a Nazi. <laughs> Dude, I actually, I love mayonnaise. Probably more than most people do. I'll eat it plain. I mean, you just, you just drink it instead of water, you're like, this is okay, it's time for some I hate mayonnaise water, break. So yeah. I'm not a real person! <laughs> Meme incarnate. I am! God! I love Ice JJ Fish, unironically. So, uh, Andy, is there anything that you want to, like, plug? Uh, you can find my music on Bandcamp. I go by the moniker Anders, and my band's name is Not Like Igor. All that stuff is also on Spotify and Apple Music. Is there, like, a specific song or anything that someone can search with it? Or an album? Uh, my latest one is called Reset, so that one might be the easiest to find. Search for Anders Reset. Also, everything's on YouTube. That might, frankly, be the easiest. <laughs> and everything's totally free. I don't believe in having that paywall. On Bandcamp, you can list your price and say zero, or you can throw me some bucks. Totally not necessary. I mean, I really appreciate it, but again, if, if you're listening, I'm grateful. So, again, as I say every time, if you or someone you know is in a band and is looking to get your name out there, don't hesitate to shoot us a message. We have a Gmail. It's tonedefpod at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook or even Ryan. Or me. Or Zach. Or Zach. We would love to have you on. Thank you so much for being with us today, Andy. Thanks for having me. All right, everyone, peace out.